This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This is the Broadway Boys Podcast through the Hockey Podcast Network, and we are back with Season 5, Episode 33, as the troubled waters continue the flow, and the New York Rangers are on the struggle bus, and I am enjoying every moment of this because this is the mid-season cleanse I think we've all been expecting, and I think it's a little bit worse than people thought, but overall i think this is good i think this is healthy i think drury needs to see this specifically i think all our flaws need to be shown at once and we need to really hit rock bottom and i and you can call me crazy andy before i get you yeah you know on here but i want to see this for another month or two so uh andy i have to ask you with that how are you doing my friend i'll be honest folks i'm playing this one a little bit guilty um, I'm usually a homebody, but went out with my wife and some of our friends last night. Was out a little bit later than I anticipated. Drank a little bit more than I anticipated, but the show must go on. But uh, So like I said, I'm podcasting guilty today. But at the same time, if the New York Rangers are going to continue to play the way they've been playing, then why would I care about showing up fresh as the morning dew and on top of my game for this podcast because it's clear at least right now there is a myriad of issues that plague this team right now but um a lot of it is just you know it's just being present it's there's a lot of it seems like there's too much thinking and not enough doing with this team and they say all the right things in the post game about how they're up against it and they're going through it and they got to figure it out and they got to blah, 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 blah. And you don't see any change in effort from any of the players on the ice. Cause it'd be one thing if you said certain guys were really pushing and some guys, but it's really hasn't been that they just all say the same thing. And then they go out and they play the exact same way top to bottom. So they find themselves, uh, they've lost the first two games on their <laughs> West Coast road trip. Uh, James and I are recording this right before puck drop in Anaheim, um, even though it is an 830 start. So not super late for the West Coast games. But like I said, I'm I don't even know if I'm I'm so tired. I don't know if I'm going to make the whole game and I would be stupid to watch because it might break me if if they if I stay up considering how banged up I am to watch this team and they lose to the Anaheim Ducks. You couldn't beat a Golden Knights team with a myriad of injuries, although, of course, they had some sort of like players only meeting before the Rangers because they're they've been slipping without the injuries. Uh, they couldn't beat the L.A. Kings who had lost what, like nine or 10 games in mm -hmm. a row. So now you got the Anaheim Ducks who are not going to make the playoffs. And if you cannot beat them tonight, then. I don't know, you got to look in the mirror, so I'm banged up. I'm not doing so hot. The New York Rangers are doing so hot, but uh, I am intrigued to hear more about this month long purge be you you speak of because in a lot of ways things are so bad for this team right now and every day i check the standings and they're still somehow in first place which just kind of shows how right everything was going in the beginning of the year but uh yeah i'm, I'm curious to hear your thought process james 
Yeah. So, it, all right. I look at it two ways. Okay. Number one, the worse we look, the more of a panic Drew will be in to improve this team. Uh, you know, I, I think my biggest fear was that we kind of hummed along here and he thought that there wasn't much to improve. We don't want to ruin the mojo like we did last year, bringing in Kane, you know, so, you know, and, um, uh, oh my God, uh, name slipped in my mind now. Why can't I think of it? Uh, he went to Ottawa, the big stud right winger that Tarasenko. we got. Tarasenko, my God. Um, that's where my brain is right now. But, you know, my biggest fear is that, you know, after the big changes they made last year, they may say, well, we'll look at all this success. Why ruin the mojo like we did last year and, and have an early exit? So I, I think we need to stink and we need to stink bad and we need to stink for a long time. This can't be just a fluke because if this is a week or two, two weeks, three weeks, then, you know, they're going to say, oh, well, we got through it. So, you know, we're, we're better on the other side, blah, 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 blah. No, they need some big changes and and when I say big, I don't mean a big, you know, ticket item at the deadline. I think they need you know, kind of an overhaul on the bottom six. I think that's pretty clear. And the top players on this team are burnt out. Uh, you know, we're we're relying on basically one line. The top line, you can say what you want, even though the wheeler's off. It still stinks because Kreider is really not an effective five on five guy. He's your you know, power play guy that can sit in front of the net and he's, that's it. He's a one trick pony, um, you know, and you got him playing on the top line and, you know, if Mika's not going once again, this, this line is not going to score even with Kako. So, you know, uh, there, and don't get me wrong, much better line with Kako than they were with Wheeler, but that's neither here or there. They got to be more consistent and, you know, it, it just, you, you know, it is frustrating, but this is good. This is healthy for us. And if you look at the teams below them, the Philadelphia Flyers, you know, as much as they've closed the gap on the New York Rangers, they're still two points behind and they played two more games than us. Uh, and they, they're they starting to cool off. I know they lost today to the Ottawa Centers, which was, you know, a big loss for us New York Rangers fans. And, you know, if we get a win against a, a low-seeded uh, Ducks fan, or a Ducks team, geez, Ducks fan, you know, we, we may, you know, you know, open that gap up a little bit. Uh, the team that you need to be worried about is Carolina Hurricanes. Um, but, you know, they, they still, I mean, they're doing enough to just, you know, be relevant, but they're not, they're not going crazy. You know, they're a very streaky team. So, you know, I'm not too concerned with them. Um, and, you know, the one and this is like a side reason, Andy, and, and you can call me crazy. But, you know, if we're forecasting here to the playoffs, if the playoffs started right now, the New York Rangers are drawing the Toronto Maple Leafs in, in the wild card. Now, call me crazy, but I'd rather drop to the two seed and end up with Philadelphia and let Carolina leapfrog us than I would wanting to play Toronto in the first round of the playoffs. I mean, they're just a dead, deadly offensive team. And I think they're just they're they would overpower our defense, and our goaltending is right as of right now is not going to win us hockey games. So are we really going to compete in a shootout with the Toronto Maple Leafs? Absolutely not. So let us fall to the two seed or the three seed. Let us play a team in the Metro, and let's stay away from the Atlantic as long as possible. So call me crazy, Andy, but uh, what do you think of that logic? No, I, you know I definitely. Uh... It's tough because I think on one hand, you might say, well, if you're 
pick, you know, the best team, you know, if you want to win a Stanley Cup, you you might have to just go through everybody or, you know, you don't want to. But I think it, it or it's like you don't want to wait for favorable matchups or be a team that has to rely on favorable matchups because that doesn't bode well for your chances. But that being said, um, you know, so much about winning the cup is luck. You know, the best team in the regular season hard does hardly win. The President's Trophy's winning team like hardly wins the Stanley Cup. Right. Was the New York Rangers the last presence uh, in 94, the last team to win I, the President's Trophy win the cup? Is, I am I misremembering so. that? No, I, so, I think you're right. So, yeah, you know, and in I don't know, it's I think you're absolutely right that it, from a stylistic and a matchup uh, sense, that makes a lot of sense. But there's also there's also that worry about. I feel like the, the New York Rangers really have a hard time. Um, although what they've only met Philly once this year and they beat them pretty handily was an off game for Philly considering how good they've been all year. But you know, the Rangers have not fared well about have been against teams that get in your face and, and like put an effort, <laughs> which is crazy because every NHL team should do it. But, but Philly's just one of those teams that they just work, 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 work. Cause they, they literally their bench boss demands it. So could be a concern, but I think obviously we saw how a motivated Canes team and a and a just a lackluster or or at least a lazy New York Rangers team looked a few uh, weeks ago and it wasn't pretty. So, so I think you're right in that sense. But yeah, man, I just think right now. Well, right now we're not beating anybody. No, they're not beating anybody. So in playoffs, we can honestly play. You know, the Ottawa Senators or the you know, San Jose Sharks. And, you know, although I'd be confident going in the way we're playing right now, we're not going to beat those teams in a seven game series because yeah. just like you said, a little bit of effort is is beating us handedly. So, um, you know, m- my next question, I think for you, Andy, is, mm-hmm. you know, the New York Rangers going forward over the next couple of weeks. You know, what what do you want to see from them? you know, just besides effort. I mean, do you, do you want to shake up in, in the line combinations? Do you want to see some of the bottom six players kind of get mixed into the top six? You know, how do they want to go about this? It's really tough because when you have one of the best lines in the NHL in the second line, you'd be stupid to break it up, but it just remain. It's the fact remains that no one else is doing anything. I mean, Pitlick just came back, so maybe he can, uh, develop some chemistry with the fourth line now with Benino out. I assume Pitlick's playing again tonight. Um, and at least for that last game versus the Kings, it the Rangers at least uh, defensively played a lot. You want to hear the lineup for tonight for the yeah. Ducks? Kreider, Zib, Kako, Panarin, okay. Trotrek, Laff, okay. Uli, Brzezinski, Wheeler, okay. Goudreau, Benino, VC. Fuck. Pitlick yeah. had one game. Is that yeah. load management or are they just going to flip flop those two or is that his way of basically? So Gustafson telling- is back and Benino slots back in for Pitlick after being scratched in L.A. Why? Benino's I guess so a back to back. Maybe they don't want to rush Pitlick back on a back. Or maybe they're just going to try to keep both of those two just flip flop them to keep them ready. I don't know. But I'll say this. I mean, it's every every team has some egregious players on it. Right now, I would say the New York Rangers probably have. Well, Benino is is a liability. Goudreau, at times, is a liability. Brodzinski, I wouldn't say he's a liability. It's just, you know, what is he really bringing? 
Um, and Truba, the way he's playing, you know, the fact that uh, Truba is playing some of the most minutes on the team and the way he's playing this year is a liability. And obviously, as uh, everyone knows right now, Keandre Miller's kind of going through it and he's been a bit of a liability recently. So, uh, yeah, I mean, like you said earlier, James, it's like the way the Rangers are playing right now, no one's winning anything. So I guess why care? And if anything, it has to be, it's got to come from the whole team. And it's, I think the most frustrating thing for me is that you just watch the way they were playing earlier in the year. And it wasn't even so much that it's like they're giving less effort now. It's just all the, the shit that Laviolette came in and said, Hey, you remember all that stuff you were doing the last two, two or three seasons. Stop doing that. It's like, act, actually defend your blue line. Don't in, immediately, uh, don't immediately collapse into the into the slot and just get let people and give a free entry to the zone like third you know center has to swing back and come back and support and now it's the same shit we saw under gallant again they stop they they collapse the second a team tries to skate in the blue line they just give it to them they they always try to play the puck three forwards behind the opposing net to grind around the net so then when it squeaks out the other way the other team goes and it's a three on two all the fucking time because they're cheating for offense. Yeah, two guys can go in the battle, but that, you know, that that's a third forward who's hanging below the goal line has to be ready to play support defense. They just don't support the puck around the ice anymore. And it's it's really freaking frustrating, man. It's just frustrating because it doesn't look like they're that far as bad as things have been. It doesn't look like they're that far off. It just it's like, you know, and I usually it's all easy to blame the coach in this, but you know, Laviolette's probably telling them what he expects, you know what I mean? Or what, what they're doing wrong. Every time there's a, in the post game presser, he basically hits the nail on the head. Yeah, we did this too much. We stopped this. We couldn't stop doing this. We were chasing whatever. And he's usually right. It's not like the gallant, like, ah, I thought we actually were okay. Or like, you know, it was going good. And then it wasn't going good, but you know, the Rangers just, they don't have a lot of self-confidence right now and they've let their old habits slip back into their game. So you, I would, I just want a moral victory. It's like lose a game where you dominate the game. That hasn't happened yet either. Obviously they have, they've, they've been chasing so much that their underlying numbers actually don't look so bad. It's because they've been chasing every game. You know what I mean? Yeah. And well, and listen, I, again, we're in, this is the grind of the season, man. We are in the midst of January. The guys are sick. Guys are hurt. Guys, you know, are, you know, coming back from injury probably prematurely now because, you know, of this rough patch. And we need to just, I, I'm telling you, just embrace this because this is what you need. This is a healthy dose of reality. It brings us back into the mix. You know, now the pressure can get ramped up as we, you know, approach uh, February already. Um, you'll get your break, uh, you know, and the New York Rangers have a, you know, one more road game after this before they come home to play, you know, uh, Vegas again. So, you know, if you can get a win here against the Ducks and get a win against San Jose, come home, get a breather, catch your breath and say, all right, let's gear up for Vegas and let's, you know, get some you know, get some revenge. And then all of a sudden you got a three game winning streak and, you know, it's easier said than done, but that's the mentality you kind of have to have, you know, it's, it's, it's not always going to be, you know, handed to you. You got to go out and earn it. And, you know, listen, if we're hurt and we're banged up, it is what it is. You just got to grind through it 
And, you know, luckily no one's taken the reins of this division. So it's really still up for grabs. You know, you, you would think that going, especially earlier in the season, you would oh expect. <laughs> What's that? The Rangers just got scored on by Adam Henrique. Oh, of course. And it's I, just, you know, I am trying to play it. And then Fubo is just. It's just f- first shot, backhand. I mean, it's a, it's just, uh, it's the decision making. It's just two guys going to the same guy. And it's Miller again and Truba. This is, it's Truba for no reason collapses. It's such, it's a mistake. Miller is tangled up with a guy in the corner and Truba goes to play the body on someone, Henrique, who probably will be a ranger next month (laughs) or two months, whatever. Is that really, it's like, is there momentum behind him? Yeah, there, I mean, he's, he's at least a name that's been kind of rumored and linked. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I guess. I mean, he's still a pretty good player. Yeah, I oh man, I just finally pulled it up. These I like these jerseys. I do like the purple. They look nice. I'll see. Yeah, but Kreider's now going to probably take a penalty because he's playing like an idiot because they're just slow on pucks and they just turn the puck over so fucking much. I'm so I'm sorry, folks. This is horrible podcasting, and I just knew I'd have it on the background. But literally, the first shot of the fucking game. Like it's, I'm telling it's you, Andy, true. And embrace this and embrace it. Well, I am going to embrace it, but I'm going to, I I've been saving this one for a while. Truba is the biggest problem on this team. Bar none. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I'm dead fucking serious. He, the amount of minutes he plays, the way he's playing here, you're their fucking captain. You're supposed to simplify things. It's bullshit. It's the way he, it's the problem, the most egregious problem on this team. And there, I know, because he's the the captain and the emotional center of all this other things you want to say. Like, I'm not saying that Truba can't be an effective player because I definitely think he can. It's just at it's it's but the way he's playing right now, his head is and watching that play, people are going to give Miller shit for that. But he was in the exact spot he should have been. And I literally just was so mad. I ripped the cord out of my headphones. So I'm talking and I can't even hear myself. I flustered this fucking team. Has me, but yeah, man, it's just, I don't. <sighs> well, the problem with a lot of these players is that, you know, especially Truba, the, the style of which he plays, it's not sustainable for 82 games. This is the shit I'm talking about with platooning some of these players. Truba doesn't need to play 82 games. Fox doesn't need to play 82 games. Those guys can play 70 games for the season, you know, they, like, and this is the shit that drives me crazy. It's that. And, and they started doing this in the NBA and I know they get a lot of shit for it. And, you know, people pay money for, you know, for tickets and you want to see these, you know, top players, but the game and just professional sports in general, the game is so much bigger, faster. You have to be strong. Like your body is going through so much and it can only, you know, it can only sustain so much shit and the grind of a hockey season. And, you know, I, I can't say much for basketball. I never played the sport. But like you just get mentally burned out like LeBron James has played so much basketball and people give him shit for having like the off day where, yeah, he's healthy, but he has a maintenance day. It's like, yeah, give him a break. All the guy does is play basketball. You know, all these guys do is play hockey. They play it every single day. They're getting dressed and you don't see it because, you know, you're, you know, just watching the games. But like these guys eat, eat, breathe shit hockey. 24 7 they need a mental break and when your game is only beneficial when you're physical and 
you know, aggressive and hungry and you're sitting at the you know top of the standings like a fat cat, it's like these things are going to happen. It's like you're going to go through the motions and it's going to take more than a week or two for this team to come out because we're really we're kind of not that good. You know, teams yeah. are playing us aggressive and it, that's that's how it rolls. I wouldn't I wouldn't judge this. Listen, mid February, if we're still like this. Then we can start really like being like this is where we're not going nowhere fast. But, you know, let us let let things go right now. And, you know, yeah. listen, and, and and don't get me wrong. You got to be the team like the Ducks. But, you know, going up against Vegas on the road, you know, I, I get it. You're going to lose these games. Just hover around 500. Don't worry about where you are in the playoffs or the standings. Just get to the postseason and be ready to rock because there's a lot of good teams in the East and there's no there's no easy draw. And even the bottom feeders of, you know, the wild card teams like Toronto and and I don't even know who else is the, the other one. Detroit, it's like and maybe Detroit's kind of weak for a playoff team. But, you know, drawing Toronto first round, it's not that's not ideal for us either. So let's, let's calm down. Let's not worry about where we are in the playoffs and, um, you know, just get through this, you know, just be happy. It's happening now and not, you know, you know, when it comes to uh, playoff time. Uh, yeah, you're right. I can't believe you're the voice of reason now. This is crazy. I know. Well, <laughs> listen, when they, when they start to stink, I like almost are, I'm like happy. I, it's like sick. And this is like, I think the mentality that I, I've probably always had with this team is that I realize like they're not that good. Like I like I always had a hot take to trade Hank because it's like clearly we're never going to win with him because we're not improving anywhere else that we need to. So why even bother having Hank? We might as well trade him and gain the assets and just build from scratch again. This team, I don't exactly feel like that. I feel like there's a lot of easy fixes. Like I'm not like for once in, in, it's like if we just got a little bit more balance on the bottom six, I think we'd be in much better shape. You know, I think the top players on this team are burnt out. I think, you know, expecting Kreider to be good five on five all of a sudden in, in his career is like not not what you, you know, it's never going to happen. Um, you know, Zabenejad had nobody on his line so far for half the season. So, you know, he had Kreider horrible five on five does absolutely nothing. And then he had Wheeler who is like, you know, he's just an, like an awful first line player, maybe the worst first line player in the league at one point. So yeah, there's, there's a lot to take in here and, and we can rip this team for sure. Cause nothing would make me happier, but I really do think that, you know, in a month or two, let's, that that's where we need to turn things up. We're here to win a Stanley Cup. We're not here to win the the Metro. We know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet five bucks and get two hundred instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now with code THPN. New customers can bet just 5 bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The crown is yours. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. 
in New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK 467369. In Connecticut, help is available for a gambling problem by calling 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The NHL and NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved. Do you have anything else, Andy? Are you worried? Like, are you worried about Igor? Like, are you worried about uh, anything no, else? No, I mean, it's just that that his confidence is in the toilet too. Like this, this first goal he gives up in this Anaheim game. Mm-hmm. But backhands, you know, he come. It's like he's come. You don't know if he's going to release it or pass on his backhand. It's really weird. It's just he's the body positioning. It's just they put him in these unwinnable situations. It's like it'd be one thing. And obviously his performance has been up and down. It's like been bad. But then he has a good game with it. And then he's a bad game. Then he's a good game. You know what I mean? It's just it's I'm not worried about Igor. I don't I think by now you have. Oh, did that just hit the post going in and out? It did. Yeah, the, the Rangers are, are also uh, a part of this is the Rangers like are incredibly unlucky right now. That's a fact as well. So you can't really, but um, I don't think I'm worried about Igor. I think by now we realize he's not going to have the career that Henrik Lundqvist had, which is, you know, I think everyone kind of thought they were like, how lucky are we? I still think he is at the peak of his powers, a very, very good, probably one of the best goaltenders in the NHL, but it's just the consistency is not going to be there. I don't think Rangers fans have ever had, or or forget what it was like to have just normal NHL goaltending. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's kind of a, a, another thing that's going on right now. Uh, Kreider is playing like such dog shit, man. He's 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 just it's yeah, it's just really sad. It's just their decision making is so awful. Um, but I'm not worried about Igor. I think I think I'm more worried about. Um. Oh, geez, they hit another post. <laughs> they just can't hit the net, man. Uh, but it's I think the biggest thing for me is that. I don't know what it, it, I'm my I think my worry is that they've tuned out, not tuned out Laviolette a bit, but he's saying things and they're just, you know. I I haven't seen any tough love from him yet. You know, maybe he's not that guy anymore because, you know, he definitely used to have that reputation as like a, a little, uh, you know, a. a a salt and pepper kind of guy. Everyone famously remembers the road to the winter classic clip. Yeah. It's just so it's like such a slog for the Rangers to generate any offensive chances. Now it just, they're never in sync. They don't slow the game down anymore. If anything, they try to play too fast for their, their hands and their feet and their bodies to handle. You know what I mean? There's just no con there's, and that's a confidence thing. I think ultimately, I think they're just because they're like, we're in a rut. So we kind of have to skate our bags off and they're, they're just blowing by pucks and putting themselves in bad spots where the other team just being patient and confident. And it's, they're just turning over pucks because when the other team is like, okay, we'll just wait. The Rangers are going to overskate a puck or, or press too much looking for offense because they just gave up a dumb chance. It's, and they just rim it to nobody or Igor passes it right to the opposing team's stick. Um, I don't know. I think there's a part of me that says, Andy, you need to like just take uh, like a, a blood like, you know, like a blood thinner and relax. And I think there's a part of me that's like, I don't know. I think it if this doesn't work for this team, I think that says a lot about the core of this team. You know what I mean? 
you have well, to make I, a change geez, at that point. The core of this team, I've been complaining about it since for years now. It's just the, and, but the thing is though, like they can pull it together. Like we've seen moments, like it's going to take a magical run as of any, any, you know, Stanley cup winning team. Like, yeah. It is what it is. I mean, look, it's hard to win in this league, man. It, it, no, like totally. everything, it's like you need to even have like injury luck where you can like get a guy on LTIR, you know, and, and circumvent the cap. It's like that's like that's the type of luck that you need. I mean, again, and then, you know, again, what's making me feel so much better is that everyone stinks. I mean, Carolina got blown out by Minnesota 5-2. Ottawa, you know, beats Philadelphia 5-3. Like, I don't believe in any of these teams, including the Rangers. It's like, you know, the only team that right now, honest to God, like scares me. And like, listen, don't get me wrong. There's scary matchups for sure. But like the clear cut team I worry about that I think is just. Oh, when I save is, is, is Boston, man. Like they're pissed about what happened last year. Like the core of that team is, is there. Oh. And they remember what happened, you know, and yeah, you know, blowing a three. And now there's rumors here. that Bergeron might be coming back. <laughs> I mean, great. it's just, I mean, why wouldn't he like, you know? Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah. Again, I, I, I'm not too worried about where we are right now because everyone stinks. But, uh, you know, as the New York Rangers, if you look at their lineup, you see the bottom six, like there's no, there's no threat there. Um, you know, and if, you know, obviously you want your bottom lines just to break even, but, you know, I think Vince, you know, tweeted out earlier today that the Rangers are two for 16 on the power play. It's like that, that never happened at any point during the season, except for this rough patch. So like, what does that go to show you, man? Special teams is going to make or break games for this team. And definitely. And I definitely think it, it they're right now that the fact that they're not scoring at the same rate, there is basically eroded their confidence in their overall game, you know? Yeah. As it would with anybody, you know, I definitely think that. And I think it's, yeah, I know that they're going through it a bit and things should get better based on the amount of chances they're getting, but I don't know. I mean, I still think they're ultimately, despite still being in first place in their division, which is crazy. I don't know. I still think they're a bubble team. They just need more drivers. I mean, obviously having heel back would be a big help just because literally he, gets them out of so much trouble with his puck transporting skills, which is literally where they're the shittiest and among the shittiest in the league with. And, but their, their biggest thing is just their rush defense is horrible. And that's just, yeah. you cannot. And I think Valaket was hammering them after the Vegas game. It's just, it's like, that's the one area that you have to be rock solid to essentially win a Stanley cup. You cannot be, if you're a bad rush defense team, like the Rangers are right now, you're just not going to win a cup because that's most of the chances now in the NHL are off of. It's like the NHL is a fast break league now, like the NBA. You know what I mean? It's it's about breakdowns and and just trying to score off the rush. And obviously the good teams can shut that down in the playoffs, which is why a team like Carolina basically uh, shut the Devils down in that series. You know what I mean? Last year. But um. Oh, oh, you know, he was nice box was going for the back door on Trocheck, but uh, who's in net? Is this Gibson or Do- Lucas Dostal? Yeah, the Rangers getting goal- goalie by Dostal tonight. This is gonna be funny, but um, yeah, it's just it's like it's like I said, it's like it's not like the Rangers are under onslaught all the time. It's just the chances they do give up are so juicy, whereas I feel like in the past they've given up more chances, but they've de- 
protected the house. And I almost didn't mind. It's like, yeah, they defended most of the second period, but they kept them to the outside. And now for the most part, they do that. But then they just every now and then they just let a guy walk in and it just costs them, which is so yeah. weird. You know, I don't know, but we'll see. Maybe they'll sort it out. But obviously, I think everyone knows they need like a third. A, they need to get Benino off this fucking team. I'm, I'm done with this. And B, they need a third line uh, center who can play defense. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And, you know, I, I think, you know, I, I think this rough patch is coming at a perfect time where Drury now has to go, you know, do his research and do his homework and, you know, start watching games from around the league and, and figure out, you know, exactly what moves are, are reality and, and try to put their New York Rangers in the best position to, you know, get those players that he thinks are going to fit into this lineup. Uh, you know, again, Andy, we, we have the San Jose Sharks on Tuesday, a few days off, come home Friday, January 26th. They played the, the Vegas Golden Knights Saturday, January 27th, my birthday. That's chalk it up as a loss against the Ottawa Senators. Uh, you know, and then we have a little bit of a break there. You know, going into this break, you know, say the Rangers get a win tonight, they get a win tomorrow. Let's just say they lose to Vegas and then they beat Ottawa on the road. Do you, would you be a little, would you feel a little bit more better, a little bit more confident? What about if they can? Yeah, if they go three and one to finish out this, like. Yeah, they, no, definitely. They, I definitely, definitely will. Um, it's, and I think the most frustrating part of this is that if I was like, okay, it turns out the Rangers are bad. And I just didn't we they just had a hard start and I didn't realize it. Um, then I, I would almost accept it easier. But it's just not they're not they're it's just they're so what the hell is this? They're so close. It's just like I don't know. You could just tell it's mental. I think that's the most frustrating thing in that, especially I I think what concerns me is what it says more about this team's overall that's a hold, man. Come on. It's like their overall um lack of a killer instinct, which I think they will, you need to win the Stanley cup. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, well, I, or maybe so more, more like, listen, like St. Louis, the year they won the cup come world, what last in the NHL in December. And then they had that, yeah. that meeting, that Epic meeting, and then they turned it around. Um, so it's definitely, like you said, better that they're going through all this right now, but at the same time, it's just, I, I think I'm worried that, they're just that Laviolette had success when he came in and it kind of changed their stripes a bit, but you can't do that. You know what I mean? It's like they're this team is who it is. It's they, they want to pass the puck prettily. They don't want to skate as much as possible. They're just not going to support each other around the ice. And that's just, I'm worried that's who they are, or at least that's who their key makeup of forwards are. And that concerns me. Well, listen, I, and I totally get the concern. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's so hard to judge a team until we see what kind of moves. And if it's a lot of moves, then we can't judge the team right now, but if they're going to go, you know, with, you know, said lineup, you know, into the playoffs, I think, you know, I think the writing's on the wall with this team, you know, they're not going to be able to get it done. But again, you know, I, I'm not going to judge this team right now. Uh, you know, you can judge them on the effort that they're giving currently, but 
you know, when it comes to playoffs and just their chances to win a Stanley cup, I'm just, I'm not going to do it. You know, it's, and you know, the, it's not just about the roster and what it looks like. It's, it's about timing. It's about, does this team get hot at the right time? I mean, you just never know what happens in the playoffs. Like it really, it's just crazy. I mean, you saw the devils beat the Rangers and you're like, this team's going to go to the Stanley cup final. I mean, they can't be stopped. And then Carolina just shoves after a, sh- a shitty series, in my opinion, against the Islanders, shoves the Devils game right down their throat and, you know, beats them handedly, you know, uh, humbles their goaltending, just everything about the Devils that made them great against the Rangers, you know, just they, they, they got bullied by Carolina. And then, you know, you look at a team like the Florida Panthers, who Everyone's like they're underperforming. They're you know they're they're just gonna get into the playoffs. It's like a disgrace. Blah 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 blah. They got Matthew Kachuk, and then all of a sudden they're down three one in the series. Everyone's still counting them out, and you know, and then they come back, and then they go on this magical run. It's like the Rangers can do that. It's it's possible. It's unlikely, obviously. You're gambling at that point, but you know, I, if we add some more depth here and our power play gets hot, our goaltending plays well. Everyone is healthy. There's no chance we can't go for a run here. But again, I'm this is one this is crazy. This is the most healthiest we've been all season because there's clarity here. You're gonna find out a lot about yourself, a lot about these players. And I think that's why Lavillette is not really panicking. He's not changing the lineup too much, even though I don't think he has got a ton of options, but I, I think he knows it. I think he knows that we're in the middle of January. Like this team's beat up. Like the style of play that they played at the beginning of the year was they were aggressive. They dictated the, the, the game. They gave up few chances. They were, you know, better off the rush defense. They just, you know, they, they were throwing pucks on net. Um, there was a little bit of balance there. And then, you know, a couple injuries happened. You know, they still maintained, which was pretty impressive. Uh, and then all of a sudden now we hit a rough patch. It's like, it's, it's, it's all right. Everything's going to be all right, you know, and just, and if it's not, then there's nothing to stress out about because we were never involved. Um, but yeah, any any closing remarks, Andy? You know, I, I know you're. I know you talk about a rough patch. Yeah, I I mean, you know, you're. I'm glad you're here to be the the voice of reason because again, as I the way I'm talking, you're like, oh god, New York Rangers. And it's like they're still first in the metro, which is that's crazy. what I mean. Like, look, like no one's taken. We're not slipping. I mean, listen, we're slipping. We didn't slip in the standings yet. We're still two point yeah. lead with two games in you hand. You know, it sucks that they probably won't. You know, they won't finish first. I was hoping they could, you know, at least be up there with the top three teams in the NHL by the end of the year. It's not going to happen, I don't think. But what does that like? And no, you're I, right. I, I don't want to attack it. But what does that mean at the end of the day? Like, that's true. I, I, you know, who I, finished I think, top three in the league last year. <sighs> Let's see. I, I mean, guess not the, not the Florida Panthers who almost missed the playoffs. Went to the no, final. I know. But I mean, Vegas was there, I think, you know, I think Colorado was up there. Yeah. Um, I, Boston. Yeah. But like, well, I, mean, I also, team, you know. I, I guess my other problem is that I think that if Kreider and Zabanajad are like, if this isn't an outlier and they are now on the down slope, the downward slope, which I assume they are, you know what I mean? Um, is that th- 
it's just you have to hope then Chris Drury because this whole time I've been like, you know what? The New York Rangers need a some more support for their bottom six. I've been saying that since the beginning of the year. But now I'm not so sure. Maybe now I do think Tarasenko would be better. They just need more people that are just can when shit's not going your way all of a sudden just say, you know what? I'm just going to blast it from the wall. Oh, hell yeah, it went in. All right, and we're in it. You know what I mean? They just need people that can score, (laughs) who can just do things five on five, even when the team is not playing well. Whereas this year, and I don't know, I think in the in the the past, it's the Rangers would get dominated all the time, but they would they were great at timely goals. And this year, it's like almost like they can just generate when the games are generating a lot, they're just getting stoned and it looks like such a slog. You know what I mean? Where it's like, um, so yeah, I, I honestly, I now flip flop on what I think they ultimately need. I definitely will see what happens on the heat front. Cause now it sounds like he will be back. He will come back to the, uh, around the all-star break and then they, he'll start skating with the team apparently, or that's at least the rumor. So yeah. So I guess he's not, um, he's, you know, it's his life. He can do what he wants. Um, so I guess he is going to come back sooner rather than later, but, um, yeah. And obviously they don't have any cap space to speak of, so they really can't do much or what they can do is not going to blow anyone away unless they get creative, which is definitely possible. If you um, cut, if you cut players, does that come off the cap? Uh, I'm not sure. Like if they cut Benino, like Benino's not going to go play i mean maybe he will but like i don't know let's look at the rangers projected cap space here oh god it's one hundred and twelve thousand. why do i even bother <laughs> doesn't make it much better um no no but so they really can't do much you know what i mean jesus christ they're just letting people walk in Oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god and they scored again <laughs> and the <laughs> Henrique again, former future New York Ranger, Adam Henrique. I Can we it. even afford him? What does he make? 110,000? Like, how, how, maybe this how... is his way of showing off to them. It could be. This is unbelievable. I mean, they just, I mean, it is what it is. It is, it is like frustrating. I get it. But like, this is it. Like, this is where we are in the season. It's mid January. Everyone hates this time of year. I always said I have the worst birthday in the history of the world. Um, well, I mean, a lot of people share this birthday with me, but at the same time, it's like January 27th. It's it's brutal. Like People are broke from Christmas. Now we're in the thick of winter. It's, it's just, it's dark out all the time. It's cold out all the time. There's nothing good. You have the month of February, which is like just brutal that you have to hold another month of winter. And then even March, like everyone gives March credit for being part of spring. It's just, it's, you know, February's little sidekick that, you know, just is still cold. It's just brutal. So we're in the thick of it, all of us together, Andy. Um, so it's, it's just going to take it one day at a time here. Uh, and hopefully the New York Rangers can either find a way to come out of, you know, at least get a point out of this game, get a win against... You know the San Jose Sharks, which they should, uh, and then I'm and then right and now. then come home, and then you know just get to the All Star break and still be in first. That's the goal. Uh, any closing remarks as we end this podcast? 
No, I'm I'm they this I'm just speechless, I think. It's just yeah, no closing remarks. They just they you're I hope you're right. They need to get their shit together. Thank you for listening to the Broadway Boys podcast. Be sure to follow us on X at Broadway Boys Pod and please rate, review and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.